Also not the hood. So, Is that our new opening for 2022? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know. See, I give Six New a chance to I know. be welcome, and he fucks it up. I know. It's just I'm so used to the hello everybody that I I got thrown off. I'm sorry. We gotta we gotta go back. Wait, all right, take two. <laughs> for everyone we already don't I thought I bet you thought we were dead nah man but we're not we're not we kicked COVID's Remember ass three months ago when we said we'll see you next week yep well <laughs> it's next week now motherfuckers <laughs> listen to that episode and then come back a week from listening to that episode and it'll be true yeah I don't even know what episode that was but just listen to it <laughs> I'm gonna assume it was Red Notice because I think that's the last time we talked about anything, but no, I don't. I don't think we did Red Notice because I haven't seen Red Notice. Oh shit! There you go. <laughs> well, there you go. Welcome to fucking two friends in the movie. Where Maddie two and fr- I fucking two friends in the movie. That's right. Where Maddie, who's over there, and I, I six though sit down and talk about all the fucking movies, even though right, we I'm didn't talk about mind. Red Notice. <laughs> I'm going to blow your mind. Go ahead and blow it. Our last podcast was October 27th, and we did Dune. Wow. That movie was so terrible that it just stopped us from doing podcasts. That is absolutely not true. It's 100% true. It's not true, though. It was. We did. (sighs) A lot of shitty movies last year. I don't know that I agree with you, but uh, but let's go down the list. And listen, some of the movies we're going to talk about, we didn't even do a fucking podcast about because we watch a ton of movies. We don't talk about them. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Before we jump, jump to the movies, first, I want to say I did some research to see my list because I was like, you know, 2021 is a long year. I want to make sure I don't miss anything. Right. 
And there are a lot of fucking movies I haven't seen yet. Bro, there are so many movies that I feel like I was like, oh, I'm going to watch that next week. But the other problem is, the other problem is movie theaters opened. And yeah, and I haven't gone to them. Right, I don't go to the fucking movie theater. Although, although, um, I did... I did go to see Spider-Man because my, my my girlfriend was very, very sweet to rent me a movie theater for my birthday. And, and uh, of course, we all got COVID. And then we were over COVID right when we went. But it was like, I don't feel safe bringing anybody here and killing them. So, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to. So I'm not going to go. He saw Spider-Man alone. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, uh, the point that I'm making with that is that it, there's a lot of movies that we should have seen, but you know, I feel like a failure as a movie podcast critic, right? Because I did not see the movies I should have seen this year. <laughs> but fuck you, man! It's hard. It is hard. COVID's everywhere. I can't go to the movie theaters. Movies are like theaters only, and I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, I fuck, can't go to it. Fuck you, movie. I'm not going. Yeah, how do you want me to review you if you can't, I can't see you? <clears throat> oh, man. So so today we're going to talk about our favorite movies of the year and our most hated movies of the year. And right. I have a little list here of things I still want to see that I'm going to mention. Oh, right. Uh, just in case. Uh, but before we jump into that, we just got to mention two things. Go ahead. Betty White, Bob Saget. Uh, um, in the same week, right? Like, like, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel, I feel like it's too bad. In the case of Betty White, we were really lucky to get Betty White, Betty White for fucking 99, 99 years. years. <laughs> and not only 99 years, but 99 years where she was fun. 99 years where uh, where she really, you know, pulled her weight and gave us a bunch of fucking entertainment that we can't complain about. So... No. Um, it feels like a bonus. Like, you knew it was coming to an end. Like, just keep giving it to you until right, it's over. Right, right. Uh, but but it is it, it's, it's that it, you know hum, as human beings we we're fucking selfish end of yeah. story and so and so um i don't know man uh, uh it was just shitty yeah and bob Saget came out of nowhere he was touring he was you know getting back into it um as a wannabe stand-up comedian he was kind of one of the people who you're like wow you can do like multiple things it's cool you could be this wholesome guy on tv and you can go and stand up and be you know a raunchy piece of shit mm -hmm. uh so it was nice to see the range and the different things you can do in this lifetime yeah man and uh it's it's bad and it's sad but um Life goes on. Life does go on, and and more, more importantly, uh, when something like that happens with somebody that has been part of your life since you were a kid, and you can still watch, and you kind of get something out of it, we we still have a a shit ton of of uh, 
a shit ton of Bob Saget that we can research and find and enjoy, you know, yeah. and there are a lot of other comedians that are incredibly good that we didn't even get to the fucking age that he got to. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, you know, um, celebrate him. Go on YouTube, watch some of his stand up. Uh, enjoy yourself. Right. And, All right, let's let's get to the list. Let's get to the list. So I I think uh, <clears throat> because we always prepare and do everything on the microphone as we're doing this. Yes. Are we doing our most hated movies top five and our most liked movies top five in that order, bottom to top? Um, I don't really have a particular order. Like I just did my top favorite movies, my top five favorite movies, but they could go in any order. So I and think then, I, I I suppose we should do the bad first so we can end on a good note. Yeah, that, that sounds like a good thing. You always want the bad news first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bad news bears. All right. All right, so give me one of your most hated movies. All right. So I'm going to start. I'm going to go from the bottom up being I'm going to give you my most liked least liked movie. Does that make sense? Yeah, so. So if number of one was your most hated movie. Yes. This is your number five. Right. And uh, um, so I'm trying to I'm trying to get the name right because I can never read my handwriting. Red Notice. It is Red Notice. It is a a Amazon movie that. Uh, that has everybody you like. It is well, maybe everybody you like. Yeah, it it is uh, The Rock, Gal Gadot, and um and uh, Deadpool. So you Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. You can't go wrong with this movie because essentially is is a likable fest. You know what I'm saying? But as a movie itself, it doesn't fucking work. It's just it's a piece of shit movie with really likable people, and that's the only reason you're watching it. And you can tell because guess what? The plot don't what? make no sense. The fucking <laughs> twist don't make no sense. Like the way people act make no sense. So it's just like a like a like a. It's almost like Godzilla versus Kong, which almost was at the at this spot, but Godzilla versus Kong lost to this, so it's in spot number six. In that it's just if you like enough things about it, you'll be like, yeah, I'll watch this. But that's where it ends. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hear you. So let's go with you. Where are you at? Well, picking off where you left off, my number five was Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> yeah, it was close. Um, <laughs> the movie is just, it made no sense. Um, like 95% of the movie doesn't have Godzilla or Kong in the yeah. movie. <laughs> which was kind of, you know upsetting um and the way they did it just it didn't make any sense and it just felt too too forced right uh, of an issue uh so it hits my number five spot of the worst movies of 2021 not to mention that godzilla versus kong is a movie that sells itself in the simplicity of what it should fucking be get them together yeah and fight let them fight End of story. <laughs> and you gotta have three fights. You gotta have one where Kong wins. Right. One where Godzilla wins. Right. 
and then one whoever you want to win the entire thing. <laughs> that's that's the movie. The whole fucking movie. Or or I mean, as they did here, or they come together to fight Mechagodzilla. That also sells, but th- that's not the problem. The problem is all of this story in between that no one gives a flying fuck about to make that sense one. about it. Like, oh, they there's some this they come from the hollow earth and they have to go. No one gives a we shit. Don't, we don't need a human element to this fucking movie. <laughs> I want to see the monsters. <laughs> Let's just let them fight. Let them fight. <laughs> Anyways, um, moving right along. Um, Number four for six dough of the worst movies of 2021 is. Bro, I, I so for everybody that's out there listening, because I'm trying to do this fast. I broke my glasses, and it's very hard for me to read what I wrote, but I got it. My number four movie that I did not like is a movie that I did not intend to watch, but I had to because my girlfriend made me, uh, is Cruella. Ooh, I didn't see it, but I did look at some lists when I was doing some research, and Cruella is on everybody's top worst list. Yeah, and here is why. Much like Matt said about Godzilla versus Kong, you overcomplicating a movie that only needs to be about Cruella doing some shit, and uh, which is fine, but don't give me a child element. Don't give me like a backstory that's so deep and enriched that it loses the purpose of what it's supposed to be. It's a movie about fucking Cruella. Just that's it. I don't need to feel sorry for her and then angry at her and then sorry again for her. And then she's never a hero, so it doesn't really sell. Uh, it's a shit movie. I'm sorry, Disney, but but you could have done better. And especially coming from Disney, you could do fucking better. It's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Unlimited funds. <laughs> Unlimited. And also, what is the rush? Like, you're Disney. You already announced the movie. You have your star attached to it. Before you do all of that, give me a better fucking script so that when you do it, it's, it's a home run. You've done this a hundred thousand times. Why are you fucking yeah, I wonder it up? If, if they were like, they signed on everybody and they thought it was going to be good and you're like halfway through and you're like, you know what? This is a piece of shit. Just finish it. Let's go. <laughs> but, you know, and, and let, me be, let me be clear about something. I've said this before. I really mean it. I don't think anyone in the world sets out to make a shit movie. I don't think that's a that, that's not a fact. You know what I mean? Unless you're doing like a B movie for the sake of making it B. Yeah, like ironic. Like ironically B. But I don't think anybody, even those are good because that's what they're meant to be, right? Yeah. So this, like nobody sets out to make a bad movie, but it's just like stop over fucking complicating yourself. Just do the fucking movie. Yeah. Someone got too involved. Someone was like, it's got to be all this. Yeah, right, right. It, it sounds like... A, we just want a simple story. Right, it, it sounds like a lot of money got in there and was like, oh, no, 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 hold on. Hold your fucking horses. Well, speaking of simple stories, my number four was as simple as it gets. Uh-oh. Mortal Kombat. Um, I've been as I'm getting older I'm getting more disappointed in myself (laughs) and falling into the nostalgia trap which they're trying to 
capture every 90s kid by just doing every single thing that worked in the 90s over again when they're 30 years older, when they could buy it. Um, so I watched this piece of crap. This was like the middle of like lockdown, COVID, right. you can't do anything, right, nothing's right. open. So it came out on, I think, HBO Max. I think so, uh, yeah. So they're like, there's nothing to watch, there's nothing to do. I love Mortal Kombat as a kid. Let's watch it. Um, the story makes zero sense. <laughs> they have all these characters doing all these things. Um, when all you want to do is kind of like Godzilla and Kong, you just want to see them fight. Let them like, fight. <laughs> I want to see some blood. I want to see some crazy finish hymns. Um, and it was too much backstory of all these people. And the ending was no ending. It was just like almost like you're watching a streaming service and that episode ended and then you have to oh wait a boy. week for the second episode. Oh like there's just no ending. Um like all these people are fighting and at the end there's like two dead people and everyone else is fine and they're like, I guess we'll just keep fighting and then boom, black. Um Ugh. So it was just a, it was a piece of shit. It was a waste of time. Uh They've left a bad taste in my mouth, and I'll never play Mortal Kombat again. Oh, no. And listen, for as shitty as the original Mortal Kombat movie was, it understood exactly what it was, right? It's yeah. probably it's probably, it's probably probably our age, but it's probably our age and how, how old or young we were at the time that it came out. But I think it, it's one of the best comic book, uh, comic book, one of the best video games movies that you have because it understood what it needed to be. It's, yeah, back in the day, it was give me a little backstory and then fight. But in, and no one cares. Like I didn't care about Sonic. I don't give a shit. Guess what? This is about them going to some island to fight each other, and then Scorpion shows up. That's all I yeah. want to see. <laughs> like ten minutes. You need ten minutes of story just to set up why they're fighting, and then bam, the rest of the movie is just fighting. Oh man, you know, it, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you except. Uh, it's shit. <laughs> shit. All right. At my number three spot, coming in hot, and I'm gonna tell Ooh. you, I'm gonna tell you something about these top three spots. They're really wow. fucking close to each other. I mean, there, yeah, there's very me little separating these movies from one another. <laughs> but because it wins by a hair, by the hair of a mouse, okay. I have at number three, Venom Two. Oh. This is on all. This is on everyone's most worst movies list. Too. Oh. Number one on a bunch of them. <laughs> so, Venom two. I didn't see Venom one. I didn't care about Venom. I've never cared about Venom. I only went because it was my friend's son's birthday, and I love him very, 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 very much. I really do. And he wanted to see it, and I was very happy and lucky to have gone with him to see it. That's where that ends. It's it's the and the saving grace of this movie. Is that it's an hour and like fucking twenty minutes? Oh, that's that's how long it felt. It's it's pretty fucking short. So, um, I don't even want to go into this movie because it's just shit. You don't need to watch it. Shit. There's no point. Cross to it me. off. As a matter of fact, if you can only watch the the added scene at the end, like the. The, the, the bonus the, the bonus scene at the end I'm sure it's on YouTube or something somewhere. just watch that shit and you can skip you can save an hour and a half of your life and do whatever the fuck else you could do for an hour and a half that would not be watching this piece of shit <laughs> now 
Some people liked it. I appreciate I appreciate your it, flavors. It was weird. It was one of the unique movies where it did so terribly on people's worst movies list. But it was like top ten in grossing movies of the year. Yeah. Because it's a comic book movie. People have been on lockdown. Theaters were just opening up and everybody wanted to go see something. And it's Spider-Man related, quote unquote. You know what I mean? So, So I don't know, but that shit was trash. And and, uh, it really is. The the one thing that he suffered from is what I heard. I didn't even see Venom 1, like I mentioned. It's what I've heard Venom 1 suffers from is that. Um, what's his name? Tom Hardy, right? Sure. Tom Hardy is in a movie of his own through the whole movie. Like he's just doing a movie by himself. <laughs> and there's just happen to be people around this dude. And then there's people like talking at him and <laughs> he has some reactions, but you don't understand why or how this fucking got past the point. I, I know how he produced the shit too. But you don't understand why anyone will say, "Yeah, let's go with that take. That was a good take. Let's uh... good take. <laughs> let's, let's go with." I that. haven't seen, I haven't seen Venom or Venom Two, and I have no plans in my future to watch either. And 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 I love you for that because I wish I had the sense <laughs> not to. Uh, and what's your number three at? My number three continues our superhero feel of movies. Oh. Black Widow. Ugh. Ugh. Black Widow <clears throat> was, one, very disappointing because if you listen to the podcast, you know I'm not a big superhero guy. I'm like a middle of the road kind of. Like I could take them or leave them. But I'm a giant Scarlett, jo- Scarlett Johansson fan. So I was like, this is going to be cool. Let's see her kick some ass. And almost in a theme for me, like Godzilla and Kong missed the point. Mortal Kombat missed the point. Black Widow missed, missed the, point. the point. This movie was just to show her kick ass. And it just, the story was lame. They focused more on the sidekick Yelena. who I think is going to take over the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She already has shown up in, uh, in the... In the uh... In the Hawkeye show, which, by the way, I, I think you should watch. It was very All fun. Right. It was a lot of fun. I'll put that on my list. Um, but this movie, it just it, it seemed out of place. It seemed like, I think we talked about it when we did the podcast of it. It's just like, it seemed very forced. Like, mm. we know Scarlet's dead. We know we're, we're ending this character. We promised the movie. So we're going to push out this movie and move on with right. this. Right. Um, and it really shows in the movie. Uh, I was very disappointed. Um, yeah, and it's there's not much more to say. Well, uh, waste of time, waste of money. Uh, doesn't need to be seen. Well, because and even in the if you're a giant Marvel fan, it really does very little to progress any story. Absolutely. So if you don't see it, you don't miss anything. So it's my number two. So I'll add a little bit to it because it's, it's number two on my list. And I got to tell you, it for all of the time that they, number one, we mentioned this in the podcast too, came out 10 years too fucking late. Yeah. Or, or at least six years too late. 
wherever it was, it was way too it's fucking too late. late. It's too late. Yeah. Party's over. <laughs> you just walked in. <laughs> right. And it, it just feels to me, and it always felt to me, like you've had all of this time to come up with this story in this movie. You had 10, 11, 12 fucking years before you came out with this movie. 12 years. 12 years. And that's what you came up with? Like crap. It just it, it just it seemed to me a, a complete waste. It seemed to me a waste of a character. It seemed to me once again, and I mentioned this uh before, I continue to say it. It could have been easily the first episode of the fucking Hawkeye show, because that's exactly where she was going. And you would have gotten this a better reaction by compressing that to twenty minutes of story, and having the that's same. That's pretty much all there was. Because that's all there was. This movie, the, like you mentioned, is a lot of forced energy into trying to make something work when it does not, and that's fucking. That's a waste of time. That's a waste of talent. Uh, the lady that just a waste. The, the lady that plays Yelena, who is the new Black Widow, was a lot of fun. She was interesting. She made it funny, but she's wasted in this sea of shit. You know what I mean? It's, it's just and even she feels like held back a bit. Like yeah, yeah. They're like, we want to showcase her, but we can't let her overshadow Scarlet too much, right? So we're only gonna let you go so far, and then we're gonna pull you back, bro. I am. Um, I. I don't Shitty. know, man. Doesn't need yeah. to be seen. Crossed off the list. And yeah, like, you know what? I I am assuming, I'm assuming more than anything. When you watch it, if, every once in a while, my girlfriend and I will watch all of the Marvel movies in chronological order because it makes some movies feel a lot better, like, like Captain Marvel. When you watch it chronologically, I suppose it's going to fit in a little bit better than by, its, than by itself. But it's still... It still feels like, as a comic book reader, it feels like the filler issue that you can skip. Like once you yeah. read, when when you read the shit afterwards, you realize like, oh, all right, okay, that's what that issue was about. I didn't have to read it to get that. You know what I mean? Anyways, what's your, what's your number two at? My number two goes back to the nostalgia feel. Uh, it was a movie again that was released. I think it was HBO Max, The Many Saints of Newark. Ugh. The so-called prequel of The Sopranos. As a big Sopranos fan, I had a high bar for this movie, which I feel like I should have because The Sopranos were one of the best, you know, right, 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 right. non-network TV shows like ever. It was like right. one of the first big ones, one of the first like kind of started this whole absolutely way of life now. Absolutely. Um so I was like, this is going to be great. It's got James Gallofini's son as James Gallofini. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And what a piece of shit movie it turned out to be. <laughs> the stories didn't make much sense. Too, they went too far back in the backstory. Um, wasted too much time on his childhood. Uh, and then it was like, oh, yeah, now he's boss. Um, it's. It was it was a, a swing and a miss for me. Um, I get the idea behind it, 
but it wasn't interesting. It wasn't fun. It didn't bring anything to the story. It was seemed like a mu- very much afterthought. Like, oh, this made so much money. We don't have any ideas. Let's do it again. Right. Gandolfini's dead, so let's do something about his background. We can put his son in it and then call it something. And let's, yeah. let's make it part of this universe. Hey, listen, I, I'm going to jump in because it's my number one pick. And, and the reasons, exactly what you said, it, it, let's add how fucking boring this fucking movie was. There was nothing to it that gave you any excitement for The Sopranos. There was nothing to it that gave you any excitement into... into, And I'm sure it fills a lot of the holes because, like I said, I've seen some Sopranos. I haven't seen the whole series. And I'm sure that it fills some holes that you feel like, well... This is good. This is good that this is here and and that we get something. But mm-hmm. what a piece of shit. What a what a fucking waste of fucking time. It was a movie that should have never been made and and instead what he got was a name to to run on. Now, I know that sounds incredibly harsh, but for someone that doesn't have grasp entirely what the Sopranos is, I'm looking at it with very fresh eyes from the outside without the expectation of filling anything for me up. And it just felt like, oh, that was boring. And I don't yeah, care. It was just boring. I don't care about exactly. Tony Soprano. I don't care about his dad. I don't care about anything that happens in this movie. They they put it in the in the um in the background of the of the Newark riots, which, you know, all right, but it just feels like if you're gonna do a Newark Triad story, don't make it about the fucking Sopranos. Then it just it missed the mark on so many fucking places that it just felt like you shouldn't have made this at all. At least make it a mini series so that you have some space to swim in it. You know what I mean? Rather than make mm-hmm. it a movie so that you have to compress it into three fucking hours, however long that shit was, and then make me choke on 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 a bunch of stories that I don't give a fuck about. This movie sucked. End of story. It sucked. End of story. End of story. Speaking of movies that suck, end story, I think we're going to have... We've been pretty much in a line with our worst movies, but I think this one... We're going to fight about. Going to, we're going to fight about because... My worst movie that I've seen in 2021. I can say it for you because I know exactly what it is. It's Dune. It was Dune, man. You don't know shit from shit, bro. Dune was 12 hours. It was not. It felt like 12 hours. (laughs) It felt like I watched this movie for a week. (laughs) The story to me was so slow. The hero doesn't feel like a hero to me. Um, the it was it's so boring. Like you really have to like force yourself to pay attention. Like I found myself playing on my phone, getting up, getting something to eat, right. trying anything to distract me from this movie because it was it was such a sleeper to me. Um, I know you've read all the books and all the comic books and seen all the old versions of this shit, so you have 
more of an understanding of what's going on, right. so you didn't have to you didn't have to pay such close attention because you kind of knew what they were going for. Um, I just I I felt this was so boring and so long, and at the end, there's no real ending. It's just like, all right, we're just gonna keep going. Um, like I watched twelve hours to kind of almost start over again. And I was like, what, what, why? Why did I waste so much of my life with this movie? <laughs> um, I If they make a two, uh, which I'm pretty sure they're going they to, to. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I, I, I don't I, But don't you, you want to see like, the payoff? bribe me with something like, Matt, we'll go out for a big steak dinner if you come watch Dune 2. You don't want to I, see where I, the payoff goes? I don't know if I have the other two weeks in my life to waste on Dune. Two weeks? <laughs> like, how many movies did I miss watching Dune? Uh, <laughs> it's a time I'll never get back. Timothy so, Chalamet, Chalamet stole life from me. Literally took life out of my body and stole it. I, I feel that the one part that... Um, the one part that I will say that I can understand is that uh, the neither of you will, it loves this book immensely. So I can understand that it comes from a place of reverence. And I don't know that that translates very well to movie making. But, um, but. but uh, I don't think he did a bad job. But I can appreciate where somebody that doesn't understand the story or knows where it ends kind of feels like why am I watching people walking in the sand what's the point of this fucking movie um what's the point uh so I can um, I can understand your point I just completely disagree with you but you know there you go that's that's why we're here that's what we're here. um real real quick yeah two honorable mentions that I had that flirted with the top five list uh we're not gonna go too too much because we want to move on to the happy ones mm-hmm. uh but the new Matrix and Suicide Squad were 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 very close to the end of this list. Very close. Uh, I I had uh, the new Matrix and I have uh, uh, Godzilla versus Kong in my six and seven spot because um because also uh, even though the Matrix I, I look here's my problem with the Matrix I fell asleep three times watching it so that's bad. Yeah. It's a- <laughs> It's, it feels like a setup for more things. Um, and real quick about The Matrix. Denise, my wife, has never seen any of The Matrix. So I was like, fuck, now we got to watch all three. So we watched all three. Uh-huh. Um, and I forgot how good they were. Mm-hmm. Third one. Yeah. Eh, but but that was like, this was a good series. And The Matrix 4 just reminds you of why we don't need it. Like, you had them all. You had an ending. It's good. There's yeah. no reason to redo it. And they, they, um, they think they get away with it by completely making fun of itself, like being self-aware. Yeah. It's like Warner Brother wants another one. They're gonna do it with or without you. And it just feels like, well, they shouldn't have done it with or without you. <laughs> I feel like if they would have made it funny, it would have been amazing. Like they kept that that tone that stream of thought like making fun of itself throughout the whole movie right. and how ridiculous and silly like it could have been like a parody of itself almost i feel like that would have been amazing uh 
but that didn't happen. It didn't happen. Well, all right. So my top my top five of worst movies was Godzilla versus Kong, Mortal Kombat, Black Widow, Many Saints of Newark, and finally Dune. I had a Red Note, Cruella, um, Venom. Uh, fuck, uh, the so many Saints of Newark and uh, Black uh, Black Widow, uh, Venom and Many Saints of Newark. Blah 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 blah. I can't I can't talk. Blah blah blah. I can't talk. All right, let's get to the good ones. And I gotta say, after I made my list of worst movies and best movies, yeah, I'm a little disappointed in myself because we did four out of my five worst movies as podcasts. <laughs> And we only did one out of my top five <laughs> good movies as podcasts. So we're really fucked up with our choice of movies on podcasts. I think we did. I think we did. Um, so here we go. Do uh, you want to start? Let's, you start this off. Yeah, I'll start this one. My number five was a movie that came out right in the beginning of 2021. Um, Palm Springs. Ah. Remember, remember Palm Springs? No. That was with Andy Sandberg. Um it's stuck in a – he goes to a wedding. He meets a girl, and they're stuck in a time loop, and oh, they keep repeating the same day yeah, over yeah, and over yeah, again. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was kind of like a, a dark Groundhog's Day. Um, it's it's very – very it like kind of mirrored life because every day was kind of the same. It showed that nothing really mattered, um, and that's kind of what life was in the beginning of the year was every day was the same. Nothing mattered. Corona kind of wrecked everything. Right. Um, it's it's funny. It's witty. It kind of sounds like something you've seen before, but when you actually watch it, you really see its uniqueness. Um, I thought it was a hidden gem. Like, people kind of forgot about it. Kind of, you know, like, what the fuck is this Andy Sandberg shit? Uh, but it wasn't typical Andy Sandberg. It wasn't like this silly, you know, over-the-top kind of comedy uh, I thought it was written well. I thought the story was really good. I thought it was something not completely new, but a rehash of an old idea in a very new way. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to give you a... <laughs> I have to give you a warning uh, for my... Warning! Uh, warning! For my top five, very specifically because of the kind of movies that they are. I think for 2021... Right? Yeah. Yeah. After 2020, I was searching for escapism. So I think that a lot of my top five movies are going to be very fantastic or comic book related because that's what I needed in life. And I, I think that I <laughs> I think that I, I I was in a headspace where I was like, you know what? I really don't want to watch any drama or anything too realistic. I'm going to run this way. So that's a forewarning because my top five sound very shallow. But trust me. They, oh snap! But they, they they really did fill a spot in my in my in my. The true toe comes out. Well, I mean, it's just that I I was it, it, like like twenty twenty sucked too much, so I needed. All right, enough excuses. Twenty twenty one. Let's get on. All right, so what's your shitty top five movies? My, my, number one, number five is pretty shitty, uh, but I enjoyed the shit out of it. It made me laugh. It made me happy. I'm glad that it happened. It's Suicide Squad. It is, it is a movie that only checks three boxes, and I just mentioned them. It's funny, <laughs> it's witty, 
and I don't have to think a lot to watch it. It just it, it was something just to get myself lost in some adventure and move on with my life. <laughs> you know, the one thing I appreciated about Suicide Squad was they did it once and they were like, you know what? That was a piece of shit. Right. Let's just do it again. <laughs> Let's pretend that really didn't happen. We'll mention it in the first like two minutes of the movie. Right. And we're just going to do it again. <laughs> and everyone's like, all right, I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Let's get the guy from that other that from the good movie. What's the Marvel one? Uh, Guys of the Galaxy. Yeah, that one. Bring him in. <laughs> Bring that guy in. We'll give him a job after everybody wanted to fucking crucify him. We'll take you, buddy. You make good movies. Let's go. Um, look, there's nothing to this movie. It's it's a stupid movie, but it really, like I said, it really helped me escape all of the realisms of being two years stuck in my house, working from home, eating from home, fucking doing everything inside of my house. It helped me escape, and I appreciate it for that. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just, it just is. It's a, it's a, it's a movie that if you're looking for fun, it'll be fun. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Speaking of a movie that's shitty and just fun for being fun, my number four was Bad Trip. Ah. It's with uh, Eric Andre, yeah. Little Rel, yeah. Tiffany Haddish. I forgot that I saw that. Um, this movie is almost just like a jackass, almost, but in right. like scripted, almost like it's... Some of the things are real. Some of the things are scripted. So it's just like a script to move you on to the next stunt that they're going to pull in public to kind of see everybody's reaction. Right. Um, it's like a Jackie Chan I mean, movie in that way, right? Like it's not about the story. The story's only moving the next stunt. Yeah. <laughs> let's get to the next stunt. And let's see what people around them react like. Right. Um, I'm a I'm a huge Eric Andre fan. I loved his television show. I saw him live. Like I'm a big Eric Andre fan. Hmm. Um so this movie was just it's that's what it is. it's fun, it's ridiculous, it's outrageous, it's laugh out loud, just it's a good fucking time. You sit back, you get a beer, some chips, and you put the fucking thing on, and you're gonna have a good hour and a half. It's just you yeah. cannot not laugh at it. Like it's just so <laughs> ridiculous. You have to laugh. I, I I I'm remembering it now. I forgot that movie came out this past year because it was almost at the beginning of the year, right? I think so, yeah. So, um, but I did see it, and I think we did a podcast about it, I think. Um, I don't know if we did Bad Trip. I'm going to look it up. Possibly, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember last week, much less last year. But <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. It was, I liked it a ton. It's probably something I'll never watch again, because once you see people's reactions the first time, you don't need to see it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it came on, like... In the middle of the night sometime, I'm like, oh, yeah, I might put it on. Right. But, yeah, you're right. It's not something you need to watch again. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's pretty good, but um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was fun, and I really enjoyed well, it. Well, I mean, there's nothing not to enjoy about it. It's just... And that's it. It's just fun. Right, right. Just sit back and enjoy the madness. <laughs> <laughs> For me, at number four, uh, once again very shallow but um it's a movie about a character that i couldn't give any less of a fuck about and it finally came on disney plus and i watched and i was like yeah right that was fun it has a lot of problems with it uh, uh as a story device but what i appreciate about it is that 
it brings to the front much like uh, movies about minorities that do very well it brings to the front the fact that minorities can fucking you can capitalize on minorities and also you can do something fun and that movie's uh, uh, Marvel's Chang Chi. Chang Chi is not. It's on. It's on Disney Plus. It's on I Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fun. It's a straight story. It kind of follows through. But the one thing that it does better than any other Marvel movie is that it breaks the mold of the first introduction of a character. So they made Iron Man, and then they made Iron Man ten times for the introduction yeah. of every character. Uh, save maybe Captain America I think is very different than Iron Man but save Captain America the only other movie that's very different vastly where you can say nope that was that was original for Marvel they have a new formula they're doing it differently was Chan-Chi and uh, it's great fun it's really funny it actually made me like Aquafina whom I don't have a problem with I love Aquafina. I don't have a problem with her, but I think she can turn obnoxious sometimes. And and in this movie, she was the right kind of obnoxious. Like, yeah, it's good enough. That's enough obnoxious. Good. Yeah, I always liked her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I liked her, like, back in the day, watching her YouTube videos as she rapped about ridiculous things on the streets. Right. And so, and so, but, but, uh, uh, it does have its problems, plot-wise, you know, there's a lot of uh, Marvel... It, where it falls into the Marvel trap is that at the end it has a big CGI battle. That's what every comic book movie is like. It's a big yeah. Well, you have to have it <laughs> right. And so and so in that in that aspect, but even that has had a little bit more weight than most Marvel movies. So I I'm I'm very appreciative of it. I really liked it. I'm glad to see a new star in the Marvel universe. That's not another white guy. Um and. One hundred percent there. And and that also can hold its weight about how good it is and how well it, it translated to movies. Um big fan. So uh yeah, and if you haven't watched it, give it a go. It's, it's fun. I haven't, uh but I want to. Uh so I will check that out. Uh moving on to my number three. Um this is a movie that I thought took place in New York City, but actually takes place in England. Oh. Um, it was last night in Soho. I had the wrong Soho. <laughs> um, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. You learn something new <laughs> every day. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed this movie. It was... I don't know. It's, it's fantasy. It's, like it's super... It's it's suspenseful. It's mystery. Right, right. It's fun. It's it's a lot of a lot of cool things. The story I thought was written really well. Um, it's about this girl who tries to make it on her own, and she goes into this old hostel. I guess it's almost like a an Airbnb sort of thing. And she falls back into the past and sees all these new characters and kind of, like, connects the dots from the past to the future. Um, it's a murder mystery, too, so it keeps you guessing the whole time. Uh, I thought it was really well done. It was – it didn't feel like a, like a long – like, it felt like, oh, my God, like, kept you entertained the entire time. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was something different, something I haven't seen in a while. Uh, it was a good mixture of kind of a whole bunch of different genres. Right. Uh, it's it's – uh... It's the the good thing about having a very good movie that everybody wants to copy 
It's when people take the essence of what makes that movie great, like Get Out, right? And mm-hmm. and like transform it into something different. It's like it's in the same vein, but it's very different. In the same vein, but it's very yeah, different, exactly. right? So like, is is the is the result of something very good, spraying new spraying new things that are fun? Yeah, that's a good analogy. It's like an English English Get Out, right? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but but it, it is in that same vein of something that's kind of supernatural, kind of weird when you trying to follow through, and there's a lot of twists and stuff like that. Good movie, yeah. Good movie. Very good movie. Uh, at my number three, I have Matt Lamatinas, probably number one, absolute number one. Uh, oh boy, it's uh, Dune. <laughs> it's his number oh, one. Yeah. It's his number one. He's most hated. Duty, duty, duty. <laughs> so here, um, yes, we already kind of discussed. Matt discussed that I read all of the books. Uh, it is my favorite book. Um, I read it at a point in my life where. It was important to me to have uh, um, uh, some sort of of guidance of emotional driving because I was like 18 when I read this book. And that's the point where your hormones are like settling but going crazy at the same time. So it was was very good for me to read Dune at that point in my life. It's my favorite book. So I suppose I'm a little biased, but... um, A little. Or very biased. (laughs) But I have to say that I really loved um, how this movie looks. I really love how it feels. I have to admit and succumb to the fact that it is slow and it turns boring uh, at some point. Like there's not enough. Five minutes in. It's not enough action in it to make you care enough. And it's character driven, but it's character driven in a very kind of, uh, it's, it's very like, detached way to to care for the characters in that it's about their situation, not about them, right? But, and I have to admit that Dune is a very internal book. Like most books, you hear the person's thoughts and all of that. But the point about Dune, the book, is that that's what that makes the story fucking burst because it's about the internal thought. You know what I mean? Um, it's missing out on some, like, it should have had like the original Dune movie had a lot of voiceover. This movie should have had that because I think it would have filled out a lot of the spaces that people like you that don't know the whole story wouldn't be as lost about if they had the, in, the internal conversation. But having said all of that, it looks gorgeous. It has good star power. It's very well acted. Um, it's, it's really setting up the continuation of the one book. So... Much like Lord of the Rings, you have one story that spans in three movies. This one spans in two movies. Um, and I loved it. I think it was a great movie. I think it was a ton of... of, of uh, I think it missed the mark in making you think a lot more, which is what the book can capture. But I think that it, it really comes across, unfortunately, on my eyes as entertaining. But I can understand how it can turn boring. Uh, it probably should have been my number four movie, but it's number three. Be- oh boy! Because I love the book so much. So I have no comment. <laughs> you've said you've said your comments. They're completely. I said my comments. Completely opposite. Uh, I'm moving right on <laughs> to my number two. Now, 
my movies, my favorite type of movies are like stupid, silly movies. Like my favorite movie of all time, Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> but my second type of movies that I love are emotional, educational, real story type movies. Like Remember the Titans sort of way where stuff where like all this shit really happened. They don't really teach you it in school. Right. And you find out like this is all true. It's almost unbelievable. Uh, so my number two movies in that same line was Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh shit! Oh, that's from this year. That's from this year. I think it's from this year. Shit! When I looked up lists from twenty twenty one that came up. Uh, maybe, maybe I should have did more research. Yeah, no, twenty twenty one. Judas and the Fuck. Black Messiah. Can I change my number three? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it stars Lakeith Stanfeld from Atlanta and a bunch of other things, which I'm a big fan of. Um, it's just one of those movies that you have to see yeah. to believe. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a true story. Uh, it's unbelievable that it's a true story. Right. It's unbelievable that, at least in my experience as a white kid from the suburbs, they do not teach you in school. Or it's like a half-hour lesson in the middle of the week, in the middle of the winter, that you don't really pay attention to because they don't really bring it to life. Um, and as a kid, you might not even be able to absorb the enormous emotional... Weight. Take that this weight that this movie has. Yeah. Uh, it's something everyone in the world should see. It's something everyone needs to know happened... So it never, ever comes close to happening again. Absolutely. But, I mean, I'm going to argue that it sh maybe as a kid you can't because they show you the uh, the diary of Anne Frank, right? And you mm -hmm. read it. And that's you fucked it. up. And, it's fucked up. And, and it's, it's just like The Watchmen. Like, you don't learn about what happened in The Watchmen in school. You, right. you learn it. But I learned it from watching The, the Watchmen, Watchmen, which is so fucked up. <laughs> right. Because it, it's true history, American history, and you're right. Yeah. This is why the thing, these things keep happening because we don't learn about them enough and we don't get to appreciate them. Um, You know, I had a different number two, but I have to change it to this movie because I thought this was a 2020 movie, personally. And uh, I, I... It was on the Oscars last year because we talked about it for the Oscar special. Right, uh, and that's why... I but it must have came out between January and February when, like, it's still 2021, but still, it still makes the makes Oscars. It to the Oscars. Oh, okay, so that's probably why I thought it was a 2020 movie because it came in, in through the Oscars. But um, I have to say, this movie... Uh, the, the, one, the one thing that I appreciate about this movie is it opens the door for anyone that wants to learn about this to actually research it and fall down a rabbit hole of how many fucking people of color in the United States get destroyed for trying to push forward from Martin Luther King Jr. to Malcolm X to to uh, um, uh, everybody that, that you read that you see in this movie specifically it is it is a sad example, like you saying, like Watchmen, of of the disenfranchise, uh, the how disenfranchised you are as a colored person in the United States, and how much you have to fight to get across actual history 
that would probably teach everybody else not to repeat those steps. And so, um, and it's not that long ago. It happened. I think this happened in the sixties. Yeah, yeah. It, that's not that long ago. No, and PBS has a a PBS had a a special on this, which is how I learned about it. Uh, a documentary special, which is show off so fucking good because I mean because in a movie you have to dramatize some shit and this is not that that much dramatized but you know there are things that you have to move in space and maybe put ahead so that it makes a little bit more sense in a narrative kind of way um but Judas and the Black Messiah again is a movie that that really shows uh uh the impact and the strength of of uh, keeping down the the growth of black people for their better, and uh, it's an important movie to watch. It's a really fucking well done movie. The acting is fucking really superb. really well done. The acting is superb, but the storytelling is perfect because it makes you it's, care. It's amazing, right? Right. Every like I said, everyone in the world should watch this movie. Absolutely. Every single person. Absolutely. Uh, I'm curious though. What was your number two? Uh, Is that going to get moved up to number one now? No, my number two got kicked out because... Uh, what was it? It, it was... it was. <laughs> well, don't judge me, but it was Spider-Man No Way Home because I saw it and I was like, this is so much fun. It. I heard good things, but we can move on from it. Yeah, I mean, it was just fun, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, what is your number one, sir? My number one might also be in that same conversation was I just kind of saw it, so maybe that's why it's number one if... It came out in the beginning of the year. Maybe it might have been number five. Um, but it's Don't Look Up. Uh, ah. It just came out on Netflix. Guess what? Um, is that your number it's one as well? It's my number one as well. <laughs> All right. So we can talk about it together. Um, so Don't Look Up. It's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Jonah Hill, and a whole bunch of other people. It's an Adam McKay movie. And if you know anything about Adam McKay, he's very... Democratic, very anti-Trump, very anti this whole movement, um, magna movement, which, and I don't care what side you're on, but I'm on this side, right. so that's kind of why I like the movie. If you're on the other side, you might not like it so much. <laughs> um, but it really, like, it just slaps you in the face of how stupid people could be. Fuck, man. Uh they take, which pretty much means like the coronavirus, but they kind of make it more of a tangible thing that's going to hit us like an, uh, a giant astronaut from asteroid. A asteroid from space, which is kind of, you know, quote unquote, the coronavirus. So it just makes it more of a, a realistic, like tangible thing that you could see actually coming to destroy you instead of a virus right. and how no precautions are taken and no one believes the science and the ineptitude of the government leaders uh, and the self-serving attitude of the media. most people with power yeah. and the like just everybody um, it's 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 very clever it's very witty yeah. it's it's very well acted yeah uh, if we were going to do a podcast on this and we gave it some toes I think I'd give it five and a half toes. I'm like, it was just Absolutely. a very, very well done movie. Absolutely. I might have even gone even six toes on this one because I felt that, uh, once again, 
uh, it is the best kind of movie. It's the kind of movie that makes it ridiculous, points the mirror at you, and makes it ridiculous enough that if you're stupid enough not to follow through, you still get it. It'll still go into your brain and be like, oh man, you know, then people really didn't look up when they just should have looked up and seen the facts rather than... Uh, that, that, that's like the brilliance of the movie. Is this <laughs> like, don't look up. So you, like, it's just so brilliant. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I, I have to tell you, um, I, I'm coming at it. I didn't find the politics of it the strength of the movie, even though it's obviously mixed in there, is about mm. behavior, right? I thought it exactly. It's, it's about it's about how your way of thinking will drive your behavior to the point where facts no longer matter, and and it's so interesting because even the Leonardo DiCaprio character gets kind of sucked into this kind of like almost flirts with the idea of falling into that side of everything. Even though yeah. he does have the facts, um, the Jennifer Lawrence character who jumps up immediately and says, "We're all gonna fucking die," and then people make fun of her for it mm -hmm. because it's like it's so much easier to ignore it and make fun of it. And the the you know my, Matt and I, as you all, if you follow this podcast, you well know Matt and I work in media, and so the aspect of it from the media where he plays some sort of of puppet to what is a puppet to what they think the public needs as is more important than saying what it has to be like uh -huh. let's just laugh about this and come on man what about like is it gonna hit my wife's house <laughs> instead of being like a fucking giant meteors coming to earth you know yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna be dead soon <laughs> right and what can we do to change this or you know but I, I have to say that um, the, what this movie does do is you are right. You have to be a liberal to kind of based in the enjoyment of seeing a finger point at all of us, including us on this side, of how much it is important to be right rather than, than understanding what is harmful and good for all of us. And uh, um, I think that this movie is genius. It's really fucking well done. There is nothing about it that is a waste. There's nothing about it that... And even the ending where... I mean, let's not spoil it. But even the ending where something happens where where you have the the, the iPhone, the, the Macintosh people, and then the guy who's the Macintosh guy telling everybody like, no, I'm going to take care of this, you know. He represents mm -hmm. Bill Gates. He represents uh, uh, corporate America. Corporate yeah. America, right? Uh, what's his name that sent a rocket to space? What's his name? Uh, 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 Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Like he represents all of these people, and and how this guy actually, you know, and the movie shows you how this guy actually has very precise and good science that could help the problem, but instead, it became more about the money than it was about. Yeah, it's self-serving. Right. And so it, it is really pointing all of the fingers everywhere. And it's really well done. And no, it's not just pointing a finger at the at the uh, Republican Party or at the, at the tea houses or whatever you want to call it. It's pointing a finger at all of us. And, at America. Right. Yeah. And, and trying to make us see, like, you're being fucking dumb 
<laughs> by letting yourself be manipulated by stupid little shit. <laughs> it, it, re- it really is. And the simplicity of the movie mm-hmm. with layered in like all this nuances and satire and mm-hmm. all this other stuff that just kind of like it's it's like a never ending like I don't know pie that just has layer after layer after layer um it's it's uh I, I don't know it's it's, it's brilliant it's yeah. it's something you should watch uh if you're a movie fan yeah uh and you live in America no matter what your views are, you should watch it yes. and try to go into it with an open mind. And maybe you have been a little ridiculous. Maybe you could have been fooled just like the rest of us uh, at certain points. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think at some point, every single person in America didn't think this was going to be what it is. Uh, so... It kind of shines a light on everybody, uh, some more than others, maybe, uh, but everybody gets a piece of it. Right. Um, I, I got to tell you once again, it, I'm going to piggyback off of you. It really is a dream of understanding storytelling, and it really is really good to really watch it yeah. for that reason. Telling you a story in the best way possible in its medium, you know? Uh, from the visuals to the to the acting to the to the the choice of words for things is fantastic. So it's fantastic. Um, to round it up, I uh, my top fives were Suicide Squad, Chang-Chi, um, Ch- uh, um, uh, Dune, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, and uh, Don't Look Up. Don't look up. Um, and we only did podcast on Dune and the Black Messiah of your top five. <laughs> and in my top five, just Judas and the Black Messiah was the only thing we did a podcast on. So I'm a little disappointed in us. <laughs> my top five was Palm Springs, Bad Trip, Last Night in Soho, Judas and the Black Messiah, and Don't Look Up. That's right. Um, some things that I wrote down when I was doing some research on this that I still want to see. Ah. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, I hear great things about it. I'm not a Spider-Man fan, but I heard it's really well done. Um, so I'm, I'm curious. So I'll probably check that one out. Mm-hmm. Um, Licorice Pizza is getting a lot and lots of praise. That's a love, yeah. Um, so... I think I might check it out. It's one of those movies where the more and more praise it gets from the critics, the less and less I kind of want to see it. Yeah. Um, but it feels like something I should give a shot to. There's this new movie. I'm, it's very limited release. I don't know much about it, uh, but I saw a couple of trailers. It looked pretty good. It's called The Worst Person in the World. Uh so it's about a woman, a four-year period in this woman's life where she's kind of just discovering the world and looking for love and Korea and it's a really realistic point of view I heard it's done really well and the last movie came out in the, I think it was the very beginning of 2021 it's called The Werewolf Within hmm. uh, it's written and directed by Sam Richardson which if you don't know Sam Richardson you should look him up and watch him him and Tim Robinson 
are kind of two of my very favorite comedians right now. Um, both very funny. Both do a lot of unique, cool things. Uh, so that's just four movies that I think you should check out. Yeah. That I'm going to check out. Absolutely. I I, uh, I would have made a movie, a, a list of movies I'm going to check out. However, the problem that I'm having is that I have the luxury of living Ooh. of living with uh, with a director that is in the director's guild. And that allows for me to get a ton of movies that are out there but I have to wait for her to watch them so she can vote on, on the on the guild, blah, 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 blah. But I have a ton of movies in my possession right now that are all out now that look fantastic that probably are Oscar level, uh, nominated level kind got of a, movies. Um, got a couple you can name? Uh, yeah, I, I have uh, the new the new one from the... Uh, the, the uh, fuck. Uh, uh, the new... Uh, uh, Shit, I can't talk. <laughs> the new makes a problem for a podcast. The new Denzel Washington movie, which is from one of the uh, one of the uh, um, Cohen brothers, which is uh, 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 about uh, fuck. I really can't talk. My tongue is the stuck. tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, the Tragedy of Macbeth, which I have in my I heard, queue. I heard really good things about that. I have in my queue. I really want to watch it. It's being set up. I have it there. We have the Princess Die movie that uh, is there in the pile. And there's a couple of other movies that you know I haven't even heard of. But once I saw what the <clears throat> description of the movies were, I was like, we're watching these. So, uh, But the one I'm looking for the most is The tra Tragedy of Macbeth. Um Tragedy of Macbeth. Maybe I'll try to see if I can find that one, and maybe that could be one of our next podcasts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I'm a little disappointed in ourselves in 2021 in the podcast world. We did 10 in 2021. Eesh. Our first one was The Little Things, which was terrible. terrible. The second one was Jews and the Black Messiah, which we talked about. Mm -hmm. The third one was Coming to America, which was mediocre at best. Right. Then we did Godzilla versus Kong, which is both on our worst list. <laughs> then we did our fan favorite Oscar show. Mm -hmm. Then we did an older movie. We went back and did Copland. Mm -hmm. And then we did Without Remorse, which was so terrible, I couldn't even put it on my list. <sighs> that was with Michael B. Jordan. It was just so... I never wanted to mention that movie again. Then we did. We went back and did another old movie. We did Toxic Avenger, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. We did The Black Widow. Ugh. We did The Many Saints of Newark, Ugh. and we did Dune to end the year. Um. So hopefully we'll get a little more than ten uh, in 2022. Listen, I got Corona twice. Six still got Corona. Yeah, man. We're still doing this over Zoom. That's right. So we're doing our best to bring you some happiness. Yeah, man. Uh, Don't hate. Hope we can do a little more. This year, yeah, man. I mean, but look, we averaged a podcast a month with two months off. I don't think we're doing yeah. that bad. We took, we're like teachers. <laughs> we took the summer off. <laughs> I think we should average more, like twenty podcasts for this year. Twenty, twenty-four, maybe twenty-four. That, hopefully, around that round. <laughs> but, um, but let's. This is podcast number sixty-four. That's right. So I'm hoping to break the 80 mark by the end of the year. Yeah, brother. But and then guess what? We can hit number 100 in two years. 64 means we're both sideways, right? Like we're almost there. 
Huh? Huh? You see what I'm saying there? Huh? Huh? No, I don't know what to say with that. <laughs> we almost at 69, bro. Oh, I get you. I get you. Five more. We'll have to do a special sexy episode for number 69. <laughs> we'll do- Maybe we'll do our first porn movie no, for... Or, or uh- we'll do some <laughs> shitty fucking quote-unquote sexy movie like fucking Vanilla Sky or, or what's the other one? Uh- what was that, that, that alien movie that was just pretty much a porn? Oh, yeah. Uh, species. species. We'll do... <laughs> <laughs> or we do the other one with Leo DiCaprio with, with Leo DiCaprio with uh, 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 Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Uh, eyes, eyes, eyes wide we'll shut. We do like eyes wide shut, which is like, oh, it's so sexy, but it's just like, what the fuck is this stupid ass movie? We could even do Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, hell no, I I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure that one out, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. We That's are. not going to be like to September. Yeah, right. <laughs> Or November, one of those two. <laughs> one of those two. Uh, thank you for always um, coming and, and stopping by and, and giving us support. I think that um, we, I mean, we try pretty hard, but it's it's tough, man. I mean, life is complicated. We're adults. We have full time jobs, and we try as best we can. But uh, and it's not a pity party. That's not what I'm going for. But the truth is, yo, just give us a break. Yeah, back off. Yeah, is back what the saying. fuck off. And and B, who gives you a podcast this fucking good? Nobody. 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 Not even close. Not even fucking Ryan fucking Secrets. It comes this yeah, close. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> um, if I was going to give my two list a rating, it'd be six toes. I'll give you a rating. I'll give your list like six toes. Four toes. <laughs> I'm giving yours three toes for having fucking dude on your list. <laughs> That's off three toes right there. The truth is that had I known that Judas and the Black Messiah was last year in in my research, uh, Dune wouldn't have made it. Uh, it really wouldn't have. It's, that's the truth. As much as I love that movie, it wouldn't have made it. It's shit. Um, so thank you so much. Um, you know, on our podcast throughout the year, I've said, tune in next week, we're going to do Palm Springs. Tune in next week, we're going to do Last night in Soho. And I think I sent about like three other movies that we never did. Right. So I'm not going to say what we're going to do next no. week. No. Guess what? It's a fucking surprise. It's a, it's a mystery. <laughs> mystery to you. Mystery to me. Mystery to him. Yes. We're all, mystery. We'll all figure it out together. We'll probably start the podcast like, what did you watch this week? I haven't watched that. All right. Let's go watch it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> um, thanks for always coming by, people. My people, San Diego, and 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 San Diego. It's it, yes. I doubt any. And it's a it's a beautiful day. It's not in the neighborhood. Stop it. Um, it is. It's like forty five degrees. Uh, the sun's shining. Uh, uh, when you're listening to this, it might be a different story. But as of right now, in real time, <laughs> the day is beautiful. <laughs> go enjoy it. Go enjoy it. Cue the music, please. Do you friends in the movie? Two friends in a movie. 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 With Madison Sixteen. With Sixto and Nat. With Madison Sixteen. With Sixto and Nat. With Madison Sixteen.